Good afternoon, basketball fans, and welcome to episode 76 of Sports Talk with Rags, as today we are joined by UNC basketball alum and current assistant coach with his brother there at uh, University of Pittsburgh men's basketball program, Jason Capel. Jason, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rags. Hope you are as well, brother. Hey, yes. Uh, thanks for your time. And one of the uh, earlier guests that I uh, that I had on was uh, was Coach uh, Kevin Kevin Sutton, and he said uh, great things and just uh, awesome uh, connection there with the uh, Capel family. Yeah, uh, when I left, I actually left the Tidewater area, left Indian River uh, after my sophomore year, and went up oh. to St. Lawrence at Prospect Hall. Uh, for my junior and senior years, and uh, Coach Sutton was the assistant coach with Stu Vetter. Yeah. Um, he took care of all the skill development, so I give him a lot of the credit uh, in my development for those final two years of high school. Um, and I liked him so much, I moved in with him. Right. I left Coach Sutton, I moved in with Coach Sutton. His right. rule, coach Sutton's rules was, were a little bit more lenient <laughs> than living with Coach Vetter, so. Right. <laughs> I lived with them for about a year and a half or so. <laughs> right. All right. Well, well, hey, I appreciate uh, you coming on because I know that the summer is definitely uh, big time uh, recruiting season with uh, going going on the road. But uh, but hey, so you talked about uh, starting high school at Indian River and then um, and then having uh, junior senior year there with uh coach coach Sutton but uh uh you were named McDonald's All-American and uh came back down where the game was uh was at Norfolk at Scope and uh the slam dunk competition was at was over in Hampton and uh let's see another future UNC teammate uh, Ronald Curry you guys were were teammates there in that McDonald's All-American game Yeah it was pretty cool I mean just uh uh, a little bit of the story behind Ronald and I's friendship. When we moved to Virginia, my dad got the job at Old Dominion. Right. Uh, I'm a rising ninth grader. We moved from Greensboro, North Carolina. We settled in Chesapeake, Virginia. We hadn't lived in Virginia two weeks before I'm on a plane uh, going to L.A. playing for Boo Williams, 17 and under. And obviously I'm, what, 14? Right. Um, and so I met Ronald there. We were two of the higher rated, you know, freshman in the country. So it was kind of a button of heads. I'm moving into his territory. <laughs> you know, he's the next com coming of Allen Iverson. And here's a guy from North Carolina intruding on his territory. But uh, we became great friends, best friends. Uh, we pledged we were going to go to college together from the time we were 15, 14 years old. Um, you know, so that was special to, to, to win two national championships with Boo. Uh, you know, for the for the Hampton Roads area, uh, you know, to play USA basketball together, to travel overseas and, uh, you know, win a championship in France together and then to come back home for me to come back, you know, to what was then my home, uh, yeah. Virginia, uh, to play in the McDonald's All-American game with him, alongside him uh, before we would go to North Carolina. It was very special. Very yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah. And a little. uh a little side note here with uh, you talking about moving into the uh, Chesapeake area as your dad 
was named uh, head coach at Old Dominion. My brother-in-law is was a freshman at uh, Villanova uh, there in uh, in the '95 tournament 95. where uh, the number 14 seeded Monarchs uh, took down took down uh, the Wildcats, and it was uh, it was a while before my brother-in-law um, actually, whenever he'd come down to visit, would come over with me to a ODU game because you just uh, <laughs> you just couldn't get over the uh, Monarchs uh, upset Villanova there in '95. Yeah, man, that was that was fantastic. I tell you what, that was that was a very good team. You look at Mike Jones, Petey Sessoms, yeah. uh, Mario Mullins, Breon Dunlap was a young boy. I mean, it was just a very good team who believed in their coach, their first year coach. They really believed in my dad, and he believed in them, and they meshed. Unfortunately, Rags, I didn't see the game live. We were playing in the district championship over at Churchland against Kickertown. Oh, and we wanted to go to Liberty, you know, right. uh, to Lynchburg for the Final Four. So my mom was with me. She's watching right. my game. She has the radio going, listening to my dad's game. And so we're all fired up. And then we flew out uh, the next day to go up to Buffalo to watch, you know, the second round. But uh, that that game goes down in history. I love watching clips of it. Uh, back then it was VHS, so I had to watch the VHS. It wasn't DVD. So we recorded it, and I was able to see it and uh, see PD Sessoms put on an absolute show. But uh, that's something we took great pride in. Very happy for my dad, and as a family, it was something uh, you know we're very proud of. Yeah, with uh, so I graduated from Western Branch in '94. And with growing up in a military family, we moved to California. So you know, right. I'm I'm right there with you. You know, with uh, with the tournament, and it was before all these uh, all these channels. You know, it was just the yeah. CBS, and right. it would just play the the local game. And then with uh, ODU and Villanova going into overtime, then then I was able to watch the three. <laughs> The three overtimes, right. and my right. sister was still in high school. Her friends would come over, and they're like, "Hey, I said, sit down." I say, "You're gonna watch one of the greatest. Uh, watch these monarchs, you know." That's right. That's yeah. right. It was fun. A lot of fun. Two years in a row, you know. My dad took North Carolina A and T uh, to the NCAA tournament. You know, went into MEAC, and the following year, uh, taking Old Dominion to the NCAA tournament. So, two years in a row, our family had. Big time excitement, big time joy come March Madness. Right. So, hey, so uh, your your career. I mean, after uh, after high school, you play play at uh, at UNC, and you know just the just the tradition of Tar Heel basketball, and not only the uh, rich tradition of uh, of ACC basketball. You know how was how was that there, uh, Tar Heel Blue? Well, it was a dream come true. I mean, as a kid growing up in North Carolina, most kids growing up in North Carolina want to play basketball if they're good enough at UNC Chapel Hill. Right. So for me, that was a lifelong dream, something I wanted to do, something I worked for. Threw a little wrench in it there because my dad was a coach at Old Dominion. Also would love to have played for my dad, but uh, he took the he took the coaching hat off. And he was just my dad and allowed me to make a decision which he thought I thought would ultimately uh, be best for me. So uh, it was a dream come true. 
you know, being recruited, being a part of the last class of Coach Smith, Coach Dean Smith, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, is something, you know, that I'm proud of, you know, for he and Coach Ford and Coach Guthridge uh, to believe in me, uh, to bring me into that family is something that, uh, you know, I'll cherish forever. So to, to be a part of, as you talked about, that tradition, the lineage of great players, uh, a great coach leading the way um, is something that I knew all about being in North Carolina and something I wanted to be a part of. So it was good. Um, had some great times, had some had some low times. I mean, you know, I, Rags, I was told when I was 13 I'd never have a basketball career when I was in eighth grade because I had a, I had a uh, herniated disc, bulging disc uh, in my back at 13. So, you know, going to Carolina, you, you're All-American, you have all these expectations. I had them for myself. Um, I had back surgery at 19. After my freshman year, you know, I had back surgery, and then you start to process all over again. This is 1999 when if right. stuff like that happened, it's like it's over, you know? You know, so just to work my way back and to, you know, to win an ACC championship, uh, to, 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 to help a North Carolina uh, program, a team, get to a Final Four, to be a part of the number one team in the country, um, you know, to do some individual things that were pretty cool, pretty special throughout my four years, uh, to play with my best friend, Ronald Curry, uh, in a backcourt uh, of a team that was ranked number one in the country for most of 2000, 2001. You know, those are things that I'll cherish forever, the relationships, the friendships. Uh, I met my wife. <laughs> in Chapel Hill, you know, so um, it was a family and it was a family that I'm very grateful uh, that I was brought into. Yes. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, I also have to uh, bring up that I know uh, your brother with uh, going to that other school. I, I remember him hitting that uh, half court buzzer shot there when uh to force uh, overtime there in one of those uh, Duke-UNC games when, when he was at Duke. Well, the funny thing about that is I'm glad you prefaced it that way. He made the shot to send the game into overtime. Right. Duke didn't yeah. win that game. Like, Duke right. lost that game. Uh, right. You know, Carolina won. And if I'm being completely honest, those were the only times that I rooted against North Carolina. You know, when my brother, the four years my brother was at Duke, and if I'm being completely honest, which I, I'm going to be, I, I, I rooted against North Carolina when they played the Fab Five. I was a big-time Chris Webber fan, and I just wanted those young guys to get them one. Uh, but, you know, I'm glad you prepped the shot my brother made, which they show every year, legendary <laughs> shot, and it deserves the credit. You know, but I'll say this. I'll say this. From the time we were kids in Fayetteville, North Carolina on, and he still does it, he's practiced that shot. <laughs> over and over and over. So I'm at home. It's a school night. My mom didn't let me go to the game. You know, um, as soon as he let it go, I knew it was good because I've seen right. him make that shot hundreds of times. Right. Uh, but Carolina won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Carolina won. Carolina won. Hey, so then after you were done um, uh, at uh, UNC, I know that uh, you did some did some broadcasting there mm -hmm. with uh, Raycom. Raycom Sports and uh, also with uh, BN BN Sports that uh, I saw you uh, do a Old Dominion game here at the here at the Constant Center. So after yeah. a few years of broadcasting, uh, what what got you back into coaching? Well, you know when I got done playing, 
Uh, I had a cup of coffee in the NBA with Charlotte. I played for my dad in the NBA Development League. Uh, I was actually able to play for him, which was very cool. Uh, we won a regular season championship, lost in the finals uh, with him. I played in Japan. I played in uh, Italy for a couple years, went to Serbia. Um, you know, so my playing career was, was even though it, I didn't achieve my ultimate goal, I got a taste of it, and then it was time for me, if I'm being honest, to go make some money before my back finally gave out. So I did that, played top-level Europe, uh, then I got injured. And when I got injured, you know, it's you don't think at 26 your career is going to be over. You know, so at 26, 27, I'm trying to figure out the rest of my life. And that's when I went to broadcasting. When I went to North Carolina, obviously you go there, I want to play in the NBA, sure. Um, but I also got a degree in communications with the mindset that I was going to go into sports broadcasting whenever my career was over. Uh, Coach Guthridge, Coach Guthridge, Coach Smith, uh, they helped me get into broadcasting with Raycom Sports. That opened the door with ESPN, BN Sports, and the like. Uh, did that for two years. Then I went and yeah, I got rags. I had never not been a part of a team. I've right. always been on a team. So in broadcasting, it's great. You're a part of a team, but win or lose, you go home. You know, you may have a beer, and then, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know, as long as you perform well individually and I'm part of that broadcast team. You didn't feel that in your gut, the 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 anxiousness, the anxiety of competing, right? So that's what brought me into coaching initially. Buzz Peterson, another former Tar Heel, uh, he had taken a job at App State. He hired me. Um, so I went to App State. I got into coaching, even though my dad told me not to get into coaching. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's something that's in our blood, man. It's who we are. Um, so... That's what got me the first time. That's my first uh, jump into coaching. And I was an assistant for one year. We had a good season. And then after that one year, I was promoted to head coach. Head coach, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so you were uh, head coach at uh, App State. And then uh, I saw that uh, once your brother got the head coaching job there at uh, Pitt, you um, went out to uh, be part of uh, – his staff there at uh, there at Pitt, and uh, what yeah. you guys you guys have been there since uh, the summer of 2018. Yeah, we're going into year four now. Going into okay. year four, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, was, it was an interesting phone call uh, because once once I uh, left that state, I went right back into broadcasting. Okay. I'm like, you know, forget it. I'm going back. I enjoy this. <laughs> I'm okay not being a part of a team right now. I need to be a part of it. You know, for, so for the next, you know, four years, my career continued to climb in the broadcasting world. Uh, and I, I was enjoying it. And then, uh, you know, my brother, he had interviewed for different jobs, didn't like the opportunities. But then the, the pit job came open and uh, behind closed doors, I knew – the public didn't know, but I knew. And when he took it, you'll appreciate this because, you know, yeah. my brother and I is as close as two people can be. I'm doing a game. Like, I'm on air. <laughs> I'm calling a game. You know, some postseason, uh, CI, uh, CBI, so, you know, one of the postseason tournaments. I don't think yeah. it was, and I, I get a text, and it's the time I look at my phone, and he just says, yo. 
And I know what yo means. You know, I know what's going on. <laughs> you know? So I put my phone down. I'm trying. I got to focus. I got to finish this game. It's a championship. And so we talked, I think, two days later. And uh, he said, look, I'm taking the job. I want you to come with me. I need you. And look, man, that's my brother. And I'm sure anybody that has a family member, your family member says, I need you. Rags, there's nothing else to think about. Right. And so, you know, I I, I, I came and uh, we wanted to be a part of this. Of I, w- I wanted to be a part of building something. And how special would it, will it be not only to build something of a rich tradition, which we have here at the University of Pittsburgh, but to rebuild it um, in our likeness, where it's, it's, it's something that we know the tradition, we know where it's been. And it's our job to to build it back to something as good and even greater than it was. And to do that with your brother, opportunity that there's no way I would have ever passed up. And uh, we feel like we're headed in the right direction and uh, we're putting the pieces together to do all the things that we set out to do uh, when we did the job four years ago. Yeah, I know that uh, my wife and I had season tickets there at the, uh, there at the Constant Center when, when your brother was at uh, – VCU and you yeah. know and then with uh with Oklahoma and yeah it's uh I know that I have a older brother that was uh that was into college baseball and uh uh earlier today I was able to interview the Royals GM uh, Dayton Moore who my brother uh used to play for but uh definitely uh definitely know that when uh older brother speaks you know you uh you listen yeah, that's right. That's probably got to be one of the uh, one of the best best things there is to uh, work work with your brother. And I know the uh, you call me a traditionalist, but I don't even see Pitt. At, you know, still remember them in the in the Big East. But here with uh, here with them being in the ACC, and you and your brother are ACC alums. I mean, you guys you guys know the rich tradition that you guys uh you guys compete with when the when the season starts absolutely i mean the acc is uh you know the top shelf if you will of college basketball um to be a part of it uh i was a listen i was a ball boy at wake forest my dad was an assistant at wake i was a ball boy that was my first taste of acc basketball up close was jr reed dunking over seemingly everybody in a wake forest jersey all right, another another Virginia Beach Tidewater guy, J.R. Reed, uh, Tar Heel. So that was my first taste. And then uh, growing up, seeing it, uh, cheering for my brother at Duke, having a chance to participate in it myself. We know the tradition. You also know how hard it is. You know how difficult it can be. And so we know that rebuilding something in this league wasn't going to be easy. Uh, I don't think any of us on our staff are – listen, I – we're not patient people, <laughs> but we understand when you build something, you have to build it brick by brick and have a solid foundation. So we absolutely know the lead. We know what it takes, and we're putting the pieces together to uh, rags, not just build a good team, but to rebuild a great program, which means the faces may change, but the t- tradition, the values of who you're going to be night in, night out remains the same. That's what we want. We want to rebuild uh, the University of Pittsburgh into a uh, a great basketball program that sustains over a period of time. Yes. And, um, as we, as we wrap up, I mean, we, we started out talking about, uh, 
Old Dominion and you bring up Mike Jones and he's uh, he's an assistant at Virginia Tech, you know. So uh, not only when you guys play UNC and Duke, but uh, but then when you guys uh, play play Virginia Tech, you know, you get to see on the other side of the bench one one of the assistant coaches that play for play for your dad. Yeah, well, I we recruited a lot of his players. I mean, he had he, he coached a powerhouse there at Dematha. Right. Um, so I've spent a lot of time with Mike. I sent Mike a lot of pictures. You know, we go to my mom's house in Fayetteville. We have a lot of the pictures from those times. Right. And so to see him and send him the pictures of uh, winning championships, you know, some of the stuff from the foreign tours, things like that, uh, when my dad was at Old Dominion as the head coach, was pretty special. And so now for him to take the leap from being an elite high school coach, USA basketball coach, to be a coach in ACC is something that's pretty cool, and uh, I definitely look forward to competing against them. Yes, and uh, and hey, it will be it'll be nice for uh, for this year, you know, to uh, start start uh, start on time, you know, with uh, practice and and a full uh, non-conference uh, season. I know that uh, last year was kind of kind of difficult with the. Uh, with the pandemic and limited fans, if there were fans at all. But, uh, but I know that you guys are uh, getting, getting going. I see that one of the non-conference games right before Christmas is uh, playing St. John's there at Madison square garden. And that's always, uh, that's always special with the, with the history of uh, basketball there at the garden. Absolutely. And, and the history of pit basketball. I mean, you, you, you referenced pit in the big East. Well, Pitt had a lot of success, staying success in the Big East, winning championships, and the Garden was the central uh, place, you know, for Big East basketball, the Big East tournament. So the thing we want to do is to try to have a game there every year um, to bring back bring back those memories, that tradition, the fans, you know, they love it, and, and for our team to be able to play on the main stage. And that's something you do night in, night out in the ACC, but – to be able to your non-conference play, to play in New York, you know, to play on Broadway, if you will, at Madison right. Square Garden, the Mecca. Um, that's something I know our players will always remember. Um, I competed there um, at North Carolina, you know, so it's it's a great place, but even more, it's a great place for the University of Pittsburgh and the t- tradition of pit basketball. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, St. John's going to be a, a, a tough foe, uh, but it's going to be a great contest, a great atmosphere, and uh, bring back some of those old rivalries uh, that used to happen uh, year in, year out in the Big East. Right. So, but uh, all right, Jason. Well, hey, I know uh, you got uh, somewhere to somewhere to go here uh, later on, and so thanks for uh, moving moving the time up to. Uh, to come on, and uh, I know I've uh, definitely uh, followed uh, you, you and your brother. Therefore, uh, since since you guys both played uh, at uh, the college level, so thanks for thanks for coming on and go uh, go pit basketball this season. Rags, I appreciate it, man. Best of luck and good health to you moving forward as well, Elder Pitt. All right, thanks. You mind just uh, staying on real quick once I uh, stop stop everything? Okay. No problem.